We're done, Drew. This is it. We did it. I've been asking for this for 51 episodes. 51 episodes? Has it really been that long? That I've wanted this to end? Yeah. <laughs> Since the first day, I was like, oof. When we get there, it's going to be great. There's nothing to say with Josh and Drew. This is Josh. This is Drew. And this is Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew, episode, episode 52. 52. This is the last one we're contractually obligated to do. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, man. So the question is, what happens next? I know what I'm doing next. What are you doing next? What am I doing next? I don't know. I have no mm. clue. Probably just uh, fly by the seat of my pants, as I always do. Hmm. I'm just gonna chew gum all just chew gum. for chewing gum with Josh. <laughs> that that actually, that's next year's podcast. Just chewing Josh with gum, and I try different types of gum, and I chew it for thirty minutes. Um, let me get this out of my mouth, Drew. Why don't you go ahead and talk? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think we need to take some time to reflect on on what a journey it's been. I mean, we've talked about mayonnaise, we've talked about politics, we've talked about Scientology, drugs talked about sex scientology we've talked about religion we've talked about scientology which is like cults Mm -hmm. we've talked about cults from cults to clits that's right with josh and drew that's right we've had some uh amazing guests i don't think we've had we we we, we (laughs) may have had had one amazing guest we've had three guests three guests oh yeah, I'm including I I'm including guess. your wife as a guest. Yeah, I I wouldn't even think of her as a as a as a guest. Yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been fun. It was it was definitely different. We've definitely gotten better at it. Yeah, which I think is good. But um, I think what we should do is yeah, we'll do a uh, right. a special checking in with Josh and Drew six months from now. <laughs> checking in with Josh and Drew. Yeah, that'll be another awkward episode because we'll be out of practice. Actually, Lauren was just on another podcast. Really? Yeah, they're so they're a podcast that's banking episodes to start putting out next year, and they're recording them now. Oh, okay. And it's in a mixed. It's like one of these like mixed use spaces or like a collaborative workspace. It's basically um, where someone buys a really shitty office building, yeah, yeah. and makes a bunch of cubicles for for uh, people to work in. And one of those cubicles is a podcast. One of those cubicles is a podcast. That's for gotta, eight hours a day is a podcast. That's got to be kind of obnoxious for everyone working around them. Well, not when the podcast starts recording at eight thirty and is three and a half hours long. I feel like one of the things. Wait, that wait, we, PM or AM? PM. Oh. So one of the things that we do, I think, that sets us apart is that we're considerate of your time. That's right. Year. Because I know there are very few things that I want to do for over a few minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think this, being around 30, 40 minutes is perfect. Yeah. Hearing, there's there are very few people that I want to hear for three hours straight. They actually had an episode before Lauren, which they couldn't, which they thanked Lauren for how short it was. Okay. What was it? The The girl before went on for five hours. What? About what? It, it doesn't matter. The thing is that people think that they want to listen to them for five hours. Five hours. 
This is nothing to say because at 30 minutes, we're done communicating. That's right. And I think that's and not only that's are we charm. not only are we done communicating, we're done communicating. Yeah, I don't even want to talk anymore. No, I shut after down 30 completely. Minutes, that's it. And you know what this has proved is that I think we're not like radio hosts that have to do three hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can check that off of my list of potential career moves. Like midlife crisis, I'm going to quit what I'm doing and go to a commune and start a cult. Yeah, I'd rather do that than do radio for a living. Yeah. Because I just can't see myself talking for that long. I only have so much social juice in my tank. Like, I have a very small social social tank. Yeah. And And a talking tank, apparently. And it Exactly, yeah. And it just depletes after about 30 to 40 minutes. After about 30? Yeah, you're right. Any interaction is not worth having unless there's like another... Unless you're getting something out of it after 30 minutes. Right. Right. At a time. And also like... It's a 30 minute and then break. Unless we're working together to do something. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think I could be around another person that's not my wife for longer than a few minutes without just getting tired. Yeah, yeah. And also it's like, you know, the way that that our format is, it is just a normal conversation, right? So it'd be different if it was like a... If someone was just like asking me a lot of questions and was like giving me an interview, then I think it could go for longer because... Then giving you an interview or interviewing you? Interviewing me. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that way, you know, there are, they're trying to like get memories out of me and like stories out of me. And like that's, I think it's easier mm. to tell stories about yourself. But in terms of just like having a free form conversation, yeah, I think it just, you know, it's like, I mean, this is like ha- us having a, a damn date every week, you know? And just, yeah, it's, it's brutal. Just, what do you, after, after a while, it's just like, okay, I don't really want, I don't want to talk anymore. So. Yeah, which I think is which I think is normal. I feel like the liberal media shows us people hanging out together way too much and it's unrealistic. They're setting the expectations too high. People I mean, people, I, don't, I want there to be a show like Friends, but it's just the way it norm like the way it really is. And it's <laughs> one person alone in their apartment and what they do all day. <laughs> Sending out a text to uh, maybe a couple other people. Hey, you want to hang out later? Can't. Got plans. Hey, you want to hang out later? Nah. <laughs> and then every episode is is actually split screen four ways. We have to get a fourth friend, so that's even. Okay. <laughs> and we just watch them do nothing but tell the others that they have something to do. <laughs> and then they just roll credits. They're like, oh, I don't even want to get in the car right now. So that what would that be called? Uh, friends colon reality? Or reality friends? No, I don't want to have reality in there because that just makes it bad. Oh, it sounds like a reality TV show. Not friends, millennials. Not friends. Not friends. Not yeah. really friends. <laughs> Not really friends. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then it's just like people listening to podcasts indoor, like in their own apartment with headphones. But you know, you know, here's the, here's the truth though. You and I have similar-ish personalities in terms of like at least our our social, you know, mm-hmm. output. Let's call it. But there are definitely going to be guys that can ramble for hours and hours on end. Yeah, those are people that don't realize that they don't have anything to offer, <laughs> which I do, I'm envious of. I imagine that like men that work in sales are probably like that. Oh, yeah. Just like brutal. naturally. Absolutely you know, brutal. just want to talk all day. And, uh, you know, any, any ladies listening to this podcast, uh, thanks for listening. But uh, what, you know, 
I can't imagine what it's like to talk to one of those guys, be around one of those guys. That's just incessantly just talking. Be- okay, I have I have a similar issue at work. I work with one of these people. It's not it's not Mr. Um, it's Mr. What's his face? Grab balls. Grab balls. Let's okay. call him grab balls. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't realize that realize he doesn't realize that when he's talking he doesn't have anything of value to say. And that's what makes it even better, because I'll say something, I try to end meetings with as few words as possible. Yeah, yeah. The less I say, the less you can misconstrue. So I'm going to say what I need to say. If no one has anything else to say, the meeting's over. Mm-hmm. I've ended hour-long meetings in 10 minutes. Everyone nods, and then just, they just go back to their desk. Yeah, yeah. I like those meetings. What he's doing, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it now, I could hear it right now, we could be talking... And he could go about, he'll repeat the same thing, but with way more words. <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, that's what I do. And it's like, okay, I'm sure it is. And then I just stare off into the distance whenever he speaks. Because it's it's either wrong or repeating the exact same thing, but Mad Lib style. Yeah, yeah. Like you get what I said, you take out the words, and instead of putting new, better ones or saying something different, you just move them around. <laughs> <laughs> and it provides no value at all and drives me fucking insane. Now, do you have do you, do you also work with women that are like that? Uh, no, in that, here's what I mean that are like that. I'm not expecting a man to act that way. Okay. So it catches me off guard. So this may be sexist, but I'm expecting a woman to want to talk. Right. What What gets me is when they do the same thing. Wanting to talk, but not adding value. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't mind if you want to talk, um, but you need to provide value. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. want economy of words. I want you to say as much with as few words as possible. And I realize that women, sometimes they give you way more details than you actually need, but that's baked into some women. Well, to most women, I feel. They want to give you more details than, than are remotely necessary. And... um. That just takes some learning, but it's it's every yeah. woman. I've, I have never met a woman with great economy of words. See, but I know for for me, my experience, I feel like a lot of times, uh, women that I've I've dated and, and and whatnot have, they can be you know big talkers, but a lot of times it's not really them like talking as much as it is in, as much as it is them venting. Which mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, just go ahead and get it out. Yeah, I will listen. Tell me what you got to tell. Tell me, you know, complain about whatever you want to complain about. I'm, I'm a bucket. You can just puke in all your emotions and feelings into me. That's fine. So you're the bucket. I'm Usually the bucket. Usually women are the bucket, but whatever. That's for something else. <laughs> but go ahead. And uh, so, you know, that, so that I'm, I'm okay with. But in terms of like people that just like have, that talk about nothing, you know, that just ramble, that's where it gets pretty straining on my, my brain. Yeah. Well... I like when there's, I don't know, when there's value in a story. Like, what am I getting out of this? I'm a very transactional, I'm very transactional with everything except for my romantic relationship. That's the only thing I'm not transactional in. I'm transactional in everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I'm not getting anything out of what we're doing, I'm done. Yeah. I'm only like, I'm willing to give and not get anything just with Lauren. Mm-hmm. that's it. Like I have no time for anyone else because I just don't need to. Like mm-hmm. I don't get anything or, or unless you're paying me. <laughs> so if I report to someone at work yeah, yeah. and they start rambling, I have all the interest. I'll, I'll do all like the, like that. What are those called? Like those dating tips where you listen and then you repeat what they say back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do all that. 
every interview I treat like a date. I, I, that's every interview, great, every job yeah, interview, every job interview, and interaction with someone that's higher up in the food chain than I am at work. I treat it like a date in that I'm not trying to fuck this person, but I'm trying to like, I don't know, I'm trying to make them feel like I'm interested in them, like interested in what they have to say, yeah, and that that I'm that I'm that I'm listening. To that's them. what that's what everyone does, and I try to avoid that. What do you mean? I because because again I, I we've talked about this before. I don't remember where just the just because you are my superior doesn't mean that you're just like an amazing person that I'm that I worship. Oh no no no! I'm not you know? saying that I worship them. I know, I'm but you're saying, saying that you show you know, general interest. You still want to say I'm going to pretend like I'm interested in what they have to say. Yes, to them. To them. Yeah. Right. But not to anyone. Not to ever. I'm not like oh my gosh, how great is that? Oh person? I, yeah yeah. But I'm saying, but you're kissing their ass a hundred percent because they control more about what i do outside of work than than anyone else really yeah yeah but that's what i'm saying like they control my general well-being so i make them feel better than they actually are but that's why i just think that you should treat them the way you want to be treated just I mean, I no. don't. I don't want them to kiss my ass, so I'm not gonna kiss their ass. I'm gonna. I'm gonna respect. Oh, them. I'm no. gonna treat them with respect, but I'm not gonna like. Oh, hey, so good to see you. Uh, no, you know, no, like, see, no, that's that's not what I. Do. Well, I'm, I'm I'm just putting an example, but yeah. but either way, like if you're like kissing their ass, even professionally kissing their ass, like I just I just think, don't like that. I just don't like that. How do you? How do you? How do you? Mm, I think we have a different way of interacting with people at work. I don't change the way I interact and talk around anyone mm-hmm. except mm, maybe my grandmother. That's it. So if I see a funny video of of a guy naked getting kicked in the dick, anyone who's by me while I'm watching that video is taking it in. Mm-hmm. I don't like censor at all. If I decide to fuck around, it's def- I'm def- I'm definitely fucking around with a, a higher up person just like messing around saying things that are irreverent and then depending on how they react i may dig a little more into it or not Mm -hmm. just because at the end of the day i don't know i work in like a very high stress like project thing so we're we're around each other a lot the team that i work with so you just get irreverent with people just one thing i'm going to show you an example i'm I'm going to pull up a picture and 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 i'm going to show you so that's a cake for someone that retired okay yeah and it says Nancy, wait, oh, Lorbs. Yeah, it says Nancy Lorbs. Yeah, right. Is and her name person, Lopez? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, her name was actually something else, and a higher up, she came in and she was like, "Oh shit!" Like she, 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 she literally walked in, was comfortable enough with me, looked at the cake, started laughing hysterically, like, "Whoa, someone fucked up big time." Mm. And then she got this cake thing. Yeah. yeah. And started doctoring like we like she took the exclamation point out, chopped it up like to like softened it and kind of made it fit. And then it said what it actually is. Don't read her name, but that's what it actually is. One of the letters there was misspelled. Okay, it was Mancy Lorbs. <laughs> so she was able to laugh about it. And then as soon as we were done, she's like, "Yeah, send me those pictures." That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But that's like that's what I mean by I'm able to talk to someone and just dick around. I'm not, oh, how nice is it to see you? No. I'm definitely more of a, we can fuck around together. But when you when we need to get professional, I'll talk to you in a way that I need to. But digging around with them, that's how I feel like I'm 
I don't know. That's how I feel like I'm bonding with him. Okay, but how is that how is that kissing their ass then? It's not. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. When I'm when I'm saying that I'm bonding with my supervisors, I'm talking to them as if I'm talking to anyone else. I mean, but, but I do it. And that's where I think you may respect them more than I do, which is I've I have gotten in trouble for that. For not giving the reverence to a higher up that they deserve or that they think they deserve. Right, right. And right. then I asked them, is there a reason why I need to treat you differently? And then that's when things just get weird. Mm-hmm. Luckily, everyone that said that to me has left. <laughs> so I still have okay. my, but yeah, there's a lot of fucking around that goes around yeah. where I work. And I like it that way. I, just I don't think, think I could work at a place that's too serious. I just think in the workplace, like that idea of like, oh, too serious is again, like, I respect my superiors. I will listen to what they tell me to do. I will do what they tell me to do without complaint. But but, but I'm not gonna like give would them you, like fuck around with them, like send them a funny meme. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I would if I had the relationship. But honestly, I don't even want that relationship with them. You don't want so you actively try to not have it. What if it just happens? If it happens, then it happens. But then that's gonna be an organic, natural human connection, right? But I'm not going to be like, oh, that's my boss. Therefore, oh, no. I need to get on their good side. Yeah. No, I'm just going to treat everyone how I would, how I want to be treated. I will respect the chain of command. Yeah. And but I'm not going to be, you know, like I'm not going to like soft. Like if someone asks me an odd question, I'm going to give them an honest answer. I'm not going to like, oh, what's the corporate thing I need to say? No. You know. Yeah. Well, someone, someone else I work with, they're all about being positive all the time. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm all about being positive, too. Well, I mean, hold I'm... on. See, there's a difference between being positive and being just wrong. So, we're, do- we're doing something at work that's very... It's not going very well. So, we're all, you know, doing our best, working for umpteen hours a day, and still stuff is failing. We're developing something, and we, have a, we still have some errors or, you know, com- complications. We could, we could just call them that. Yeah. Bugs. And when we're, while we're doing it, you know, everyone knows that there's a particular piece of the group that's really struggling. Well, fucko, when he gets asked, how are you doing? My work segment, I'm, I planned way too much and we're actually ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. But when they come to me to talk about it, I say, we're doing all right. Let us know how we can help the other group. Fucko goes, we're fucking killing it. Not, not fucking killing it. He goes, we're killing it over here. We have nothing to do. I'm just going to start going home early. To like the highest of the high up lead of the oh, project. Geez. I was like, why are you doing? He's like, well, I just want to be positive at all times. There's a difference. There's, there's no tact there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I expressed basically the same thing, but in a way that is, you know, am I rubbing it a little bit in the other team's face? Like, we're done. Let us know how we could help them. What did that do? That did two things. I expressed that I'm done uh-huh. and that I think they need a little help. We all know that they need help. Sure, yeah, yeah. So there's like, there are a lot of things in there. When Fucknut is is saying how everything is awesome, how he just wants to leave early, there's, he's not thinking about others. Yep, he's yep. unaware of the That's project right. as a whole. Like that says way more negative about him. He just sees it as positive. He's a fucking Labrador. Everything yeah, yeah. is just wagging the tail and killing it. Yeah. I don't, that drives me insane. What's your relationship with your coworkers? Um, like our friendship. So, but you 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 like would hang out with them outside of work? I would, but I don't. You would, but you don't. Yeah. Okay. 
like for example, today there's a happy hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. Right. What like the, like they asked me yesterday, Josh, are you coming to the happy hour? No. Why? Um, I'm not by work, and it's my day off. Like I don't. I spend more time with you than I should already. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend more time with you guys. Yeah. They're like, why are you being so antisocial? It's like, it's how I feel. I got to go. <laughs> they, did they really ask you that? Yeah. Why I'm being so antisocial. I was like, yeah. yeah, well, because I don't, I spend too much time with you guys as it is. I'll just no, go. Yeah, yeah. No, so I had exit interviews in middle school. Did I tell you this? Exit interviews in middle oh, school? Oh, yeah. When I found out that I was going to leave my middle school and not go to the high school that is matched up, you know how in mm-hmm. South Florida everything's yeah. kind of matched up, I was going to go to a school way farther away. So I met with all my friends and I was like, hey, it's been real. I'm probably never going to talk to you again. <laughs> and I just left. It Actually, interview implies that they had something to say back. They didn't. I was just kind of like, yeah, this is the, it's been real. Peace. And let's just meet all new people and never talk to anyone else again. That's kind of how I am. But, th- but this is middle school, so you don't have cell phones yet. I had a cell phone. I had a, I, had a, I had a Virgin Mobile pay-as-you-go. Oh, with fucking okay. Sarah, I had Snake and Tetris. On I can't. I just can't remember like when all that stuff was. But yeah, I, like yesterday at work, um, someone sat on email like, "Oh, you know, there's barely anyone on the floor. How about we do a little team lunch?" Yeah. And um, you know, and they're like, "Oh, you know, what do you guys think?" And I didn't respond to this email. I saw it, but immediately I was like, "No, I don't want to go." And uh, and then eventually, like when it was time to go, they're like, "Hey, you want to come?" And I was like. Nah, it's okay. I'm good. I'm like, come on, whatever. But you know, like I had reasons. Like one, uh, you know, I mean, these people are nice. I yeah. I like them, but I have no interest in hanging out with them too. Uh, I I was working an hour less that day because yeah. I had I had worked more previously. Okay, and then I had planned on leaving at three forty-five based mm. on my half an hour break. Got it. So I'm like, I don't want to take an hour. To an hour and a half to enjoy lunch with cool people, and then I have to leave an hour later. You know, like that's not part of my schedule. And then uh, the last thing was then uh, they were going to like some like Tex Mex place, and you know I'm not supposed to be really eating corn. Definitely can't eat avocados. Yeah, and just in general, like a Tex Mex restaurant is going to upset my stomach. And mm-hmm. the last thing I want to deal with is stomach issues being with people that are not really my good friends. They're just yeah. like my co-workers you know i can so, see that so like the, i'll go out with people but so the idea of like people saying like oh why are you being so antisocial like to me like that's insulting it's like what what do you care it's a like, legitimate question see but that's they could ask me that just like i'll tell someone if they have something in their mouth in the middle of a meeting mm-hmm. hey by the way so you could just like you have something in your mouth like take i'll raise my hand in a meeting with 100 people yeah yeah and tell the speaker that they have something because just because I feel like it's the right thing to do to get, you know, ask something like that. But yeah, they asked me why I'm antisocial, and I was like, I just don't want to. But I can be open with people, yeah, see, and that, honest that, with exactly that, how I feel. That question, but that question to me is is insulting. Why? Because it's true. No, because it's it's you ask that as if like that's like a negative thing. Like, are well, they just asking you a question? I think you're looking into it too much. But no, because like the implication is that, hey, why are you being wrong? That's what it is. Like, why are you being antisocial? That's not normal. Why aren't you being more normal like us and wanting to come and hang out? Like, that's the way I interpret that question. 
So it's like, because if I said to, you, said to someone like, hey, why you why do you have to be saying hi to me so much? Yeah. Like, they would be like, taken aback. Like, oh, why is it so rude for him to ask that? You know? See, no, you're you're projecting what you would think onto them. There's no way that someone would not be offended if you're like, hey, why are you so social? There's no way someone wouldn't be offended by that. No one's gonna be like, oh, I don't know. La, la, la. And move on with their day. No, they're gonna yeah, be like, but why did he ask me that? I don't know. I don't really, I just don't, I just don't think into it because I, I just don't care about them. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I do not care about them. And if they ask me a question, I'm just going to answer it and then just go, go on about my day. Yeah. But either way, like for me, it's the root, the root of it, the root of it. Root. Is that it's like, why do you, why are you trying to change me? That's the root of it? Yeah. Oh, I invite change. I ask people all the time, like when I say something and, and we disagree, I'll be the first one to say, I hope that you're right. Just because it makes my life easier to know that someone But there's no right or wrong. Personality is not right or wrong. Well, unless it's like dangerous. Unless it's dangerous, but well, then you know, but social, antisocial, there's not there's not a right and wrong with that. I guess. I don't even, I just don't even think about it. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I mean I just I always I'm one of those type type of people that always like, why did they ask that question? I don't care you know? at all. Well, that's fine, but that's just that's just the way I I see it. Yeah, I don't know. Just like mm-hmm. how just like how I don't drink, and when someone's like, "Hey, come on, take a drink, take a drink, come mm-hmm. on, you should drink," you find like, that offensive. That's super offensive to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Because the because the way that that conversation should go is like, "Hey, do you want to drink? No, thanks. Okay, that should be the end of that conversation." What what if they ask you why don't you drink? Yeah, that's fine. They can ask me that. But mm. again, like so that's the same thing. Like, hey, why are you being antisocial? It's no different than like, hey, why aren't you drinking? But they asked you and you said asking was okay. You just said that a- that like asking no, why but don't that you wasn't, drink is no, okay. No, yeah, but they can they can ask me that. That's fine. Uh-huh. But but you know, it's like that pushiness. Like, yeah. come on, Josh, you should come out with us. Why why are you being antisocial? Yeah. That's that's not a Hey Josh, why are you antisocial? That's hey, why are you being antisocial? Because I don't want to spend time with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, get, I get that, and 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 I think that's it because it puts it back on them. Why doesn't he want to spend? I guess according to you, people ask themselves things after conversations. Yeah. Why doesn't he want to spend time? That you figure that shit out. I'm done. <laughs> I know where I'm going. I'm gonna go watch Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And then, or I could lie and be like, I'm gonna watch Star Wars tomorrow, which would be today, which is the day I'm not going to this happy mm-hmm. hour. I think it all boils down to I would rather just be doing a lot of other things than spending time with those people because I do I, I hang out a lot with them. I consider work hanging out because I'm doing something with people. Just like I consider when we do stuff, yeah, yeah. That's, that counts as a hangout with me. Yeah. When I do nothing, I want to do nothing alone. Sure. I, had, I had a house guest a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I couldn't be myself at home was like, oh, you're, this is definitely not a friendship I need to yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you're moving so I never have to spend time because this is brutal. I don't know. Like, I've, I really value my time alone and doing stuff that's productive. Like, I like finishing something and having something to show for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just, I don't understand how people just hang out and watch a movie. I don't understand that. Mm. There's not like there's no transactional thing there. Yeah, well, but that's you know that's how you live your life, and that's why your that's, relationships are transactional. Yeah, I love it though. I just don't get. I just like, don't get the other way. For like, what do you get out of the other way? 
is just uh, connection. That's what. No, I connection. I don't do anything for because, me. like you know, I can hang out with you know our buddy Drew, mm-hmm. and often like we don't necessarily just sit around and fart around, right? Yeah, we usually do something. Yeah, you know, either we go get food. Sure. We, and then, but ultimately, like what ends up happening is like we'll do this thing, but we won't spend like that much time on it, and then we'll just like chat. We'll just have we'll just talk about stuff, kind of yeah. like the way that we do. Yeah, you know. But that's fine. And I don't get the people like you're saying, the people that just sit around and do stuff as a group. You get like, I don't know what they show on TV. Well, people people just sitting around and watching something. Yeah, that's cra- and it's not even like a like a big Game of Thrones, a big event that everyone's watching. People just sit and watch shit TV together. That's crazy i don't i, I well I don't that understand. that i do understand because that again that's just that's just about not like not being alone you know like just having like a dog around i'm pointing at the dog no one can see yeah. that just like having an animal around like it's you don't this animal is not doing anything for you yeah it's not catching mice killing other animals not catching you dinner yeah it's literally just hanging out with you mm-hmm. being around and i think there is that that uh portion of the population that just needs a social connection just needs another human around, and I think it's for those introverts. I think because I, I, I'm sure extroverts are not like just have that one friend around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is the introverts that you know introverts do need human connection too. They don't want to be alone all just like yeah. you. You don't want to be alone all the time. I th- I'm sure like dogs. if if you didn't have if you, if your wife wasn't around, you were just in this house by yourself. I lose my fucking mind. You lose your mind. So it's just like having that extra person around. Just to either get away from, like, let's just say, you know, maybe you are married and then you want to just have a buddy and you guys want to just like watch sports or whatever and just like hang around and just have another male to talk to. I mean, I think that's going to be beneficial. And the same thing with a woman. I could see that. I just don't like watching sports with other people because I don't like how I, what I become (laughs) when I watch sports. (laughs) I think, I think it's offensive to others. Yeah. I can see other people getting scared. So I'd rather not do it. I tried hosting a, um, a football watching party for a game that I was invested in, yeah, and it didn't go well. I got so anxious just because I wanted to act the way I normally do, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't. It, it wasn't okay. I could see if I put myself in their shoes, I could see how they would be scared off and never talk to me ever again. I don't talk to them anyway, but so I think. So the more I think about it, in a way, I think that your transactional way of being. I don't think that's unusual. I feel like that's everyone because even doing nothing, yeah. your transaction is that I get to be around someone. But I imagine that for some people, there there is still, even if it, the transaction is a small amount, I think I think all relationships are still transactional. Yeah. You know? So we're all trans. We're all actional. trans. Actional. That's, I think that's the name of our last episode. Trans. Actional. Wow. That's it. What a way to end. What a way to end. We're trans, guys. There's nothing to say with Josh and Drew, episode 52. We'll see where this goes. We might be back. Who knows? We may be back, but it will be next year. That's right. And we'll see. We'll, that is, we'll see what, we'll this see is what definitely all for 2019. That's 2019 for sure. is in the books. I'm Josh. I'm Drew. This is nothing to say with Josh and Drew.